0: There it is. There's round number two to fight number three. You know where you're at, folks. Here we go. Punches and bunches. Shoe shines in the corner. Hot sauce to the ribs. Ganchos al though. When in doubt, stick it out. Ludo, Ludo, Ludo. Pacific Coast boxing. Alfonso Ruiz here with my partner, Rick Prado. Rick, what's up, man?
1: Hey, what's up, man? Excited to be here. You know, it's going to be a great uh, weekend of boxing coming up.
0: I know. I mean, we finally have, I mean, a pretty significant uh, couple of cards coming uh-huh. up with some some really good fights, not like some of the duds we've had here over the last couple of weeks no. that were just complete snoozers, not because of the quality of the fighters, but because of the quality of the opponents that these quality fighters um, had uh, sitting across the ring. Yeah. Um, round number two, Rick, so we've been kind of... Um, keeping up with our theme of kind of calling out some of the better fights, memorable fights yep. that, um, that happened. So um, I'm going to give it over to you for this one, Rick. What do you got as a memorable round two fight?
1: Okay. So round two fight, um, I picked this one. It was the, uh, the golden boy Oscar De La Hoya's birthday on the 4th of uh, February. Okay. Um, so he had a second round knockout over Rafael Ruelas. Yes. Um, May 6th, 1995. Wow, crazy. Yeah. He he won the uh, IBF title, lightweight yes. title, yes. and retained the WBO lightweight title on that date.
0: Yeah, I remember that fight, by the yeah. way. Um, I felt bad going into that fight mm-hmm. because uh, I was a big uh, Rafael, a big Ruelles fan, period, right? Yeah. Ruelles had a brother named Gabriel uh, Ruelles, right? Both, you know, if it's possible, both of them just as good human beings as they were fighters. Um, fought there. They lived in Somar, and they fought with, um, oh gosh, with uh, with Goosen mm-hmm. um, brothers, etc. cetera. Um, so, yeah, that's where they were at. And we knew going into the fight that Ruelas, Ruelas had a very, like, upward, very tall fighter Ruelas was, right? But yeah. very tall, very almost not predictable, but just kind of a straightforward that was he was tailor-made for De La Hoya. Yeah, yeah. He no. was tailor-made, man. He, he wasn't going to be fast enough. He wasn't going to be quick enough. Um, so, yeah. Delroya floored him in the second round, man. Yeah. But and and you know, and Ruelas won world champion, right? He he um he fought a, he who's who if, if you want to know who mm-hmm. Ruelas has fought. But that's a good call, Rick. Yeah, it's right. a good call. So happy belated birthday to the Golden Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of Golden Boy, we're going to be covering a big Golden Boy card this weekend, headlined by Jojo Diaz finally getting in the ring and defending his card against the Russian Rockmanop Rockme Rockhimov. Yeah. Uh-huh. See if I say that correctly again. Um, so we're going to be breaking down that fight later today, yeah. Rick. That's a big fight. Um, also on the undercard of that is Brian Castano against Patrick Teixeira. Uh-huh. That, of course, is fight. for Patrick. Yeah, for Patrick Teixeira's um, WBO super welterweight. Let's just call it the one hundred and fifty-four pound uh, weight division and the WBO's version of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then he's got a lot of other, a couple other fights on that card. Speaking of Golden Boy, uh, it's going to be here in Fantasy Springs, California, Rick. That's too bad because you and I would have been there.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You know, and the, and it the, the card is pretty stacked. There's there, there's about uh, five or six uh, big names that uh, we follow. You know, just by going out to the uh, Fantasy Springs, you got Ronnie Rios. Yep. Versus Negrete. Um, yep. Shane Mosley Jr. Um, Bechtemir. Who was supposed to fight uh, Kovalev? You know, he's going to be on the undercard as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to all that. We're going to really go into the DS fight because that's probably the big fight this weekend. Mm -hmm. But there's two championship fights on that particular card. Um, And that doesn't happen too often nowadays, right? With cards. So that's a huge one. Um, You've got Josh Warrington fighting this weekend. Uh Um, He's fighting over, uh, of course, on the other side of the pond. And then you've got Joe Smith Jr. fighting for uh, the uh, uh, light heavyweight championship yeah. against a Vlasov. And then on that particular card, you've got several fighters. You got our guy Adam Blue Lopez mm-hmm. fighting Sanchez. So, you know, we talked about this for a little while, right? So this is it. This is the finally the beginning, right, of some pretty decent fight cards yeah. that are coming up. Of course, you got a lot of boxing news, right? The news doesn't stop. No. Um, We'll give you the uh, weekly Ryan Garcia update, especially now that things have kind of calmed since the uh, Manny Pacquiao Mm -hmm. would-be fight or exhibition, right? Um, And then I know you've got a lot of other stuff, Rick. Um, Also in the news, right, uh, the passing of Leon Spinks. Mm -hmm. um, That happened. Um, You know, obviously our condolences to his family. and, uh, And may the champ rest in peace. Um, he was interesting, right? Because um, when you look at his record, right, not an overwhelmingly impressive record, no. Right, when you, when you look at uh, at him as a fighter, he was. I think he ended up his career as twenty six and seventeen, right? Yeah. Of course, at the end, it was just kind of you know fighting in clubs, kind of as a journeyman. Of course, he made his mark um, by beating Muhammad Ali in 1978 right and again this isn't just you know some guy who happened to fight Muhammad Ali this was a, a former 1976 uh Olympic gold medalist for the United States yeah. Pan American um was a Marine right mm-hmm. so so absolutely uh we're appreciative uh of him and his service and it was only his ninth fight Rick against Muhammad Ali
1: yeah no you know usually uh you don't see that very often you know where a fighter gets uh you know that fight. You know nine fights in, but um, yeah. definitely that that gold medal helped get him that.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is even though um, it was, and again, this was not the you know the Muhammad Ali in his prime. Okay, mm. this was Muhammad Ali. I would say in the definitely the twilight, right? Um, and and, um, and and so, and then of course, because right after that, he lost the rematch. Okay, this was a nineteen seventy eight at the uh, at the Superdome. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sorry this was in Vegas the the rematch was at the Superdome in New Orleans which which he lost subsequently right yeah. so um and yeah and he was Spinks was stripped of the title he was supposed to fight uh, Ken Norton um yeah so he lost shortly thereafter and then after that unfortunately it was just you know, he got knocked out by Larry Holmes a couple of years later, mm-hmm. lost to Dwight Muhammad Kwawi. So that was his biggest win, and it was one of those things where he caught lightning in a bottle by fighting Muhammad Ali, yeah. really at the right time in Ali's career, man.
1: Okay, yeah, you know, he comes from a great boxing family, too. You know, brother Michael Spinks, um, he also had a son, um, Corey Spinks, Corey, that's right. who won the... Uh, Walter White title,
0: yeah, that's exactly right. I'm glad you actually mentioned that because um his younger brother was Michael Spinks, who mm-hmm. of course got knocked out by Mike Tyson in the first round and yeah. whatever fifty three seconds or something so yeah that's right and and Corey. so quite quite the legacy and quite the character Leon Spinks mm-hmm. was as well, so yeah, it's always sad when you see the passing, um you know unfortunately, lost a bout with cancer. Um, and you know that somebody's is, is special when you see all the celebrities kind of start to to chime in on social media about him oh. because we all remembered that uh, as boxing fans when uh, when he beat Ali and what a significant accomplishment that was because again even though Twilight Ma, Ali was in the twilight of his career he's still Muhammad Ali yeah. No. And, and it was still a big deal. So, uh, again, champ, rest in peace. All right, folks, we're going to come right back. Let's get into the boxing news, and then we're going to start to break down some of these fights. Jojo Diaz, uh, off, uh Castano, Teixeira. Good stuff, folks. We'll be right back. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing is back. Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado. So let's get uh, right into it, Rick. I know there's still a lot of stuff going on in the news before we start to break down the big cards coming up this weekend. So what's going on in the world of boxing?
1: Okay, uh, we'll start with um, Floyd Mayweather. Um, He he wants to fight three times this year. Yeah. He's looking to fight uh, Logan Paul, then Jake Paul, and then 50 Cent. Um, He says that... uh, he wants there to be a designated purse for the Paul brothers fights. But yeah. for 50 Cent, he wants it to be winner take all because he doesn't want 50 Cent to make any money.
0: Yeah, you know, the thing is, right, and we're not even talking real fights, of course, uh-huh. right? Aren't these like exhibitions, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, whatever that means nowadays, mm-hmm. right? But I think the fact that the fight that he was having here with, uh, wh- which Paul was he fighting? The one that lost, the KSI, uh, right? Yeah,
1: Logan Paul. Yeah. Start with that one?
0: Right. And remember we talked about how bad was it that they had to cancel that because of the lack of interest, yeah. right? Think about that. Think about how, you know, how the mighty have fallen. Not that, not that it matters, yeah. right? This guy's got enough money for, you know, a hundred lifetimes, right, yeah. um, of dozens of people. But yet, right, how big a blow was that to his ego, Rick, to say yeah. they had to reschedule because of lack of interest?
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, he was able to shake it off because he's still talking about doing it. I you know. know maybe it was uh, you know, I don't think it was a lack of uh you know it just wasn't the right time. Yeah. And then two, three months later it's supposed to be the right time. I, I, and
0: that's the thing. Yeah. What so what's gonna change? What's yeah. gonna change? Because I we weren't even thinking about it, it wasn't no. even on our map, right? Yeah, no, I it's... think he, you know, again, when he looked at the you know, the whole Tyson uh, Roy Jones and that whole thing and thought, hey, maybe I'm gonna capitalize on it. He doesn't have that quite name. And you know why? And credit to him, Rick. Is that we want to see him in real fights. Yeah. Right? Because here's the thing. He could still compete at the highest level.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: everybody knows that. Maybe his skills have deteriorated a bit, but because of how dedicated he is, because I always respect his work ethic. You look at him, he never looks like he's ballooned out of shape. Oh,
1: always in shape. Yeah. He
0: does look like he's getting older, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Right. He's finally you're finally starting to see, right? He's not that mm-hmm. young, quick Mayweather. But that's why I think there's the interest isn't there mm-hmm. because we want to see him fight some of the guys that are out there today, fight Pacquiao again. Like all of a sudden the fight with Pacquiao yeah. may have some relevance.
1: And, you know, I think always the interest with Mayweather is you want him in fights where there's a possibility he can lose. Right. You and know, and, and that, now
0: it's fine. that's a great point. And now it's finally it. Yeah. Right?
1: So, you know, it's just uh, – you know, it's disappointing. You know, he still had some fights left in him, and but, uh, you know, I think he's just trying to, you know. We're we're back to people just trying to get money grabs,
0: right? But that's the thing. I yeah. think that's why um, there is not the interest in these exhibitions mm-hmm. because you're talking about a guy that technically, I don't want to say he's in his prime, but he could still beat guys that are yeah. in their prime. But he's choosing not to. He's choosing to, to pursue the whole exhibition route. So that's why, right? Because I mean, you know, he, he you know, he's he could still make 147 easily. Probably, yeah. probably could still make 140. Right. How would you like to see him against the winner of Ramirez Taylor?
1: Yeah, and I think he I think he still beats a lot of guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm it, saying. So yeah, it's just disappointing that he's not gonna fight anybody yep. worth fighting. Agreed. Um also in the news, um Joel Diaz. Yes. Um he he believes that y Yalidrum, you know, is gonna shock the world. Yeah. Um but you know, but it's kind of like what else is he gonna say? You
0: know. Right. So he's training Iliadram by, yeah. by you saying that, and of course, just in case, because people may not know, he's talking about Avni Ilidrum. Avni okay, Ilidrum. he is the number two ranked uh, super middleweight in the WBC, uh-huh. who is uh, Canelo Alvarez's mandatory defense, uh-huh. right? And so, and so that's why he's saying that.
1: But yeah, nobody believes he's actually going to yeah. beat Canelo. Um, I don't expect it even to be a competitive fight. Yeah, you know, I expect him to get uh, you know floored within three or four.
0: And where is he training him you said? Uh he was in Turkey. So he's he's he, so Joel Diaz is physically, yeah, he's physically traveling there to Turkey. And he said that he you know wow. he wouldn't
1: be out there training him yeah. unless he be- actually truly believed Yeah. that he's going to
0: win. Well, the fact that uh, he believes he's going to win uh-huh. means he's in the a very small minority right yeah. now. How much minority you ask, okay? <laughs> according to the boxing numbers, according to the house, right? If you were to place a bet on Elydrum... Okay, the odds today say that there is a two percent chance that he has to beat Canelo Everest. Okay. Okay. The odds are minus five thousand in Canelo's favor, so ninety-eight. Per, that's that equates to a ninety-eight percent chance of a victory for Canelo. So Joe Diaz is in that two percent. Yeah. Right. But he's a hundred percent sure.
1: Yeah. There, there, there's that he no ha- way that, that he has a shot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No. Yeah. There's no way he's so. winning that. Yeah. Um. You know. It, when do you hear about fighters, especially fighters of Canelo's caliber? Taking a fight like this, two months he fought like uh, what yeah. was it less than a month ago. Yeah, and yeah, he's not gonna, gonna fight happen. again. Yeah, you know he he knew you know that this one it's an easy match. He's gonna get past it, you know, and move on to uh, other fights. Yeah,
0: but give um you know give Joel Diaz credit though too, right? I mean, what's he supposed to say about this yeah. fighter, right? We have no shot. Yeah. Right. I mean the I mean it's, if your trainer doesn't believe in you, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? And this is, a, this is a goal. This is an opportunity. So, And you know what? And let's look at it from his perspective. Maybe he sees something that, mm-hmm. that we don't. Maybe he has a game plan. Maybe he has something in store that, that nobody's sure of, right? Yeah. I doubt it. Okay? I doubt it. And, you know, he's doing his job. He's getting paid Joe Diaz to do this. Mm-hmm. And, hey, you know what? We'll see.
1: Yeah, you know, um, but,
0: but the odds makers certainly don't agree with, with Joel Diaz, man.
1: Yeah, you usually don't go from a fighter that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. To beating the be- the best fighter pound for pound. Yeah, because even
0: uh, what was the stat of the week last, where we talked about last week about the biggest upset? Uh-huh. Was it the Buster Douglas fight?
1: Yeah, the Douglas uh, yeah. Tyson.
0: And even the Douglas, and even that, the odds were what? I uh, think
1: 4,500. I think it was 4,500. Yeah. So yeah. this would be a bigger upset than Yeah, even this is that. bigger
0: than that. The percentages don't change much. It yeah. goes from from 98 it's still yeah. about 98 percent so yeah that that's how big it would be mm-hmm. and okay you're talking about mike tyson who wasn't focused had a lot of distractions that's not the case with canelo yeah, canelo's no, got a plan i mean i hate to say right they're already scheduling and booking the yeah. the billy joe yeah. saunders fight in may yeah, right and, and th- like and that's, that, that's what sign. that's already happening yeah. right in fact he already has tea times uh canelo has booked already right <laughs> leading up to the fight with billy joe saunders yeah yeah, so that that's all you need to know about that. Yeah. But
1: he already has his next two fights scheduled. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh ri- ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so that's that's all you need to know about that.
1: Um But I, and, oh, by
0: the, but by the way, I want that guy in my corner, right? Uh-huh. I want the Joel Diaz, no, right? Yeah. I want him yeah. in my corner hyping Definitely. me, right?
1: You know, and you've got to try to sell the fight, you know, it's yeah. uh, you know, yeah, what else is he supposed to say? Yeah, hey, maybe we've there's got some no shop. we're going to we're going to do our best, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, who you know what, who knows? Maybe there's a kicker for Joel Diaz where hey, if you know, X amount of pay per views, right? The yeah. trainer gets X percentage, right? So there <laughs> there he is working, doing his magic. You know, yeah. you never know, man, you know? We'll, I, I get it. Yeah. What else we got, Rick?
1: Um, you know, the uh Virgil Ortiz, Terrence Crawford fight is yeah. starting to gain, gain uh traction that uh it possibly could happen uh towards the end of uh twenty twenty one.
0: Man, that'd be great. Yeah. Love I'll to- tell you again, right? reminiscent of Teofimo Lopez and Lomachenko, mm-hmm. right, where I think most everybody would have, speaking of the odds, most everybody yeah. would have Terrence Crawford favored. Yeah. And I think that even a Terrence Crawford and camp kind of look at this and say, you know what, kid's got a name, mm-hmm. but maybe not as dangerous as people think, right? And, man, that would be that would be great. And, by the way, I don't know. The closer we get to that, yeah. as much as I would like to see Virgil Ortiz Junior, um, ultimately win that fight. Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, no, it it would be a great opportunity <laughs> you know? for him. Uh, you know, and, and, you know who knows if he can pull off that uh, Teofimo type. Uh,
0: See Teofimo upset. Lopez, we were confident in Teofimo. Yeah. Remember going into that fight. If we mm-hmm. go back to the podcast, I, we've ha- I would have to look back into our archives. Yeah. But we had Lopez. Yeah, we had Lopez no. winning by unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. We may have even had talked about him being able to knock out Lomachenko. Yeah. but we were confident. I cannot say that I would be completely, no. you know, one hundred percent confident on this one.
1: No, because you know Crawford is, uh, you know, arguably, you know, of course he's ESPN's top fighter. You know, pound for pound, but uh, yeah, you know, he's in the discussion. So he's um, in the
0: discussion, and he's in his prime. Whereas mm-hmm. with Lomachenko, even though he was considered, you know, pound for pound, right? Still, he's older, a little right? Smaller, a little smaller, was not a natural lightweight. Yeah. Here, we're talking about a guy who's fighting in his weight, yeah, in his prime. So, man, what a fight, though!
1: No, yeah, definitely. You know, love to see it get made. Yep, and uh, you know, there needs to be more fights like this. Where for sure, um, you know, you can argue. You know, who's gonna win that fight? That's right.
0: Know. That's right. And there you know, this is the whole dare to be great, that mm-hmm. that's what you do. And it wouldn't even lower his stock, by the way. This would be one of those it's no different than when Canelo lost to uh to Mayweather, who yeah. we were just talking about. Uh Canelo fight him way too young. Mayweather gives him a boxing lesson. Yeah. Looks who look who Canelo is today, on yeah. top of most pound for pound list. So it's not
1: you know and gains the respect of That's right. I was willing to fight anybody at any yeah, time, never fight exactly anybody. Right. You know, why not cherry pick my opponents?
0: Then he wants to fight the very best. Yeah. Imagine that.
1: Uh, Ryan Garcia, you know, everything's gone quiet on the Pacquiao, uh, fight. You know, I think, uh, It could be that uh, he jumped the gun and there was no deal. You know, it was just in the beginning stages. Yeah. And now it seems like talks have just kind of fizzled off.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, there's even some information about that, you know, the Pacquiao camp sending some info about saying, hey, hold your horses. Because think about that, right? That could have implications, right? If somebody... Puts information that says, hey, Pacquiao's schedule for the next... And, you know, he's not going to fight three or four times. No. Probably going to fight maybe once at... Look at, you know, just if history is anything. He fights once a year, if that. So somebody looks at that and says, oh, okay, he's already inked the date with Garcia. Let's write him off of our plans. And if that's not actually the case, then maybe Pacquiao just lost an opportunity somewhere. So I think, you know, some of that, I think, had to have been taking place. And somebody actually had to... I don't want to say put a muzzle on Garcia but say hey look this what you're saying has actually legal and financial ramifications yeah. right so how about you tone it down a bit until you know it's a sure thing right
1: yeah no de- you know definitely you, know, you you mess up negotiations and then uh you know if if you know kind of reminds me of the Trevor Bauer situation. The Mets yeah. they thought they had a deal, yeah, and the Dodgers yeah. swooped in and, and, and took the deal.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, by the way, wow, right? yeah, can't, can't wait for that.
1: No, yeah, cool. you know, excited for the Dodgers' season. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, you know, a guy that Ryan Garcia might have been, um, gonna fight this year, Javante Davis. Uh, he hurt his hand, yeah. Uh, hopefully, the injury is not too bad. Um, from what I was reading. Uh, it could put his 2021 in doubt. Uh, so he, he may not fight this year and, and may just be recovering.
0: That's too bad, right? That's yeah. too bad. Um, obviously, right, he's he, you know coming off of the victory against mm-hmm. um, uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah. We were looking forward to him. But, you know, um, maybe, right, does that now make the decision for Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, Teofimo Lopez a little bit easier now? With one of them out of the picture.
1: Yeah, no, right? de- definitely. You know, you you'll probably see a Ryan Garcia, you know, fighting fighting somebody else and uh, you know, hoping that Javante Davis is ready by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing good about that. There's nothing mm. good about Davis being injured. You yeah, know? I don't care what the sport is. You don't well, want you, whether you like him or not, you, you
1: know. You could be jumping the gun because yeah. you know, there could be some good in him injuring his hand. Yeah. Because I was hearing that yeah his next opponent was going to yeah. be Abner Mars. Oh, great.
0: <laughs> so there you go, right? There's the other good thing about yeah. him being injured, right?
1: You know, the same Abner Mars that hasn't fought in two or three years. Right. The same Abner Mars that lost twice convincingly to Leo yeah. Santa Cruz. Right. Javante um, right. Davis just
0: beat. Yeah, and and Santa Cruz, I'm uh, sorry, Abner Mars, by the way, he's doing a great job and he's getting better as a color commentator, doing a good job on that PBC uh, boxing show that they have, Right. <laughs> Um he's got no business trying to fight Gervonta Davis. No. Imagine yeah. what Tank Davis will do to Abner Morris, right? Yeah. I mean, please, you know.
1: And it just, you know, unfortunately, that's the the state of boxing where, yeah. you know, I think Javante Davis is looking for the next easy victory. Yeah, you know, instead of fighting somebody, you right? Know,
0: that, and and it and it's a name. Yeah, right. And 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 it's a name, and so people would pay to see it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This and who, you know, what weight is that going to be at, man? You know, 130, 120. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, there'd be some some boxing fans that were misinformed. Yeah, thinking that Abdurrahman had a shot
0: yeah well yeah of course yeah of course yeah and now the only thing is maybe maybe they're about the same size Uh but yeah there's there's no chance all right hey folks we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to finish up with the rest of the boxing news i know you got a couple more things we're going to get to the news finish it and then we're going to get to the big fight cards coming up this weekend we'll be right back All right, Pacifico's boxing, and we're back. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole Abner Maris. And by the way, I love Abner Maris, right? Mm -hmm. You know, champion, former champion, a lot of respect. But that's not who he needs to be tangling with, man. Yeah,
1: no. But
0: he's got a name, like you said, right?
1: No, it wouldn't be a fight where – it wouldn't be a competitive fight. Um,
0: No. No, like you said, I mean, you know, look, he lost convincingly. And I don't know why people were clamoring for, um, you know, the third fight with um, Leo Santa Cruz. Uh, For what? Yeah, no. We saw both of them. We were in attendance for the second one at the Staples Center. It wasn't that good a fight. No, it wasn't good at all. Yeah, I I don't know who saw that fight and said, geez, I'd like to see a third. For what? Yeah. Right? Now, again, now here's a fight that I'd like to see Abner Morris in, okay? At the 126th pound against Emmanuel Navarrete. Yeah. Okay. No, I'd definitely. like to see that one. Okay. Because I'm, I'm I'm still not convinced that Emmanuel Navarrete. Don't get me wrong. I love his heart. Mm-hmm. I love his style. I love how. But who has he beaten? Right. Yeah. He beat you know uh, Tago for the championship. Um. But I would like to see him again. I've already told you. I want to see Emmanuel Navarrete against Leo Santa Cruz.
1: You weren't impressed with the uh, Ruben Villa. <laughs>
0: <Victor>. <laughs> i was impressed that he beat a slick boxer like yeah. ruben via um but no not not no, completely okay. not completely sold right and so yeah so he's moved up by the way ruben Villa has completely disappeared from all <laughs> rankings oh yeah. I, that's not true that's the a, wbo yeah. has him at number seven stuff. Okay, so he's still a top ten, but yeah, I mean, if you want to talk Abner Mars, where is Abner Mars? They don't even have him ranked.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's been retired for the last two.
0: Years. Yeah, because he hasn't. Yeah, yeah, if we're doing you know color commentating anna- yeah. announce rankings, he's uh well, I don't even know if he makes that he's top up there, ten. Yeah, oh, I don't know if he makes the top ten of color commentator and announcers, but he would be he'd be somewhere on top fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's who I'd like to see him fight. Mm-hmm. Right, no, even yeah, Kanzu. I mean, there's plenty of fight. Josh Warrington mm-hmm. fight Josh Warrington, Abner Marez. Wow.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, no business going, you know, up in weight and fighting Javante Davis. Zero man. Yeah, zero. Um, also, uh, Teofimo Lopez, the Teofimo Lopez Cambosos fight yeah. is tentatively scheduled for June 12th. Yeah, and it'll be in Australia.
0: That's good. That's good. And that that's basically. Him fulfilling his uh, IBF mandatory, yeah, essentially, right, and it's a matter of time before the WBC and the WBA come calling, and so ideally, right, if, if we had to have, if we had our druthers, he beats Cam and then he defends the WBC against Devin Haney. Yeah. Who supposedly holds the other championship. Although, you know, they've been going at it in social media to Fimo Lipe, you know, Lopez claiming he has the actual, the real WBC the real belts, yeah. right? With an actual, it's almost like an autograph, you know? It's like a cert- a certificate of authenticity. Well, you know, wasn't the David Haney
1: <laughs> one, uh, was was that the belt that was just kind of given to him? He mm-hmm. didn't have to fight anybody for it? Correct. Yeah.
0: Correct. Okay. That's exactly yeah. right. And that's why, you know, Lopez was basically calling that out. Like, he's got the real champion. Mm-hmm. Chip, right, so yeah, because the WBA he's got the super. The WBA will give you the super championship if you have a, a championship in any of the other recognized sanctioning bodies. Yeah. So if, at the end of the day, we all know. Okay, the lightweight champion today is um, Teofima Lopez. Lopez yeah. Right. For whatever reason, the they, the WBO still lists Lomachenko as the uh, as the champion. Yeah. No idea why, but yeah, Teofima Lopez is the guy. Uh, yeah. Cambus, George Cambus is ranked number one by the IBF and the WBO. But yeah. That that's hopefully what happens next, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um the Mike Tyson fight, um, looks like it's a done deal where he'll fight uh Holyfield and it'll be in Dubai.
0: Wow, imagine that. So that's yeah. Tyson Holyfield three. Tyson Holyfield right? three. Another, you know, one of those exhibition type uh-huh. of scenarios, right? Um man, I don't know, you know. I mean, have you heard or listened to Evander Holyfield in interviews?
1: Yeah, it it hasn't been good. Uh, Uh Uh-uh. I looked at the tail of the tape, and I think Holyfield's about four years older than Mike Tyson. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, in their primes, you know, he was a bad matchup for Mike Tyson. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right.
0: And again, right, you talk about one of the fighters that we all that I love to watch, anyways, and Holyfield, right? Yeah. Uh, could take a punch, right? The real deal, right? Yeah. They call him the real deal for the a warrior reason. In the ring. Yeah, an yeah. absolute warrior. That's exactly right. You knew what you were going to get from Holyfield. Um, just amazing performances, right? Whether it was the Riddick Bowes, right, yeah. or the Mike Tyson's. I mean, uh, even as a light heavyweight, Holyfield had some wars, man. But you know, I don't know if I need to see him again, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, um, definitely don't need it. Always in shape, you know. He still looks like he's in great shape. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we need this fight. Uh, yeah, and
0: he even has his own like uh, promotional companies, right? His mm-hmm. son was fighting. No, he sounds horrible, man. Yeah. He slurs. Um, very difficult to understand what he's saying. Who sanctions this? Yeah, well, right?
1: maybe that's why they're moving it all the way out to Dubai. Yeah, you know, they, yeah, they can kind of do whatever they want.
0: Yeah, regardless, right of how old they are, you know, Tyson can still punch. Tyson can still hit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And what are they going to do? You could just imagine there's going to be some yeah. sort of you know, Tyson trying to bite his ear and joking, or or is it going to be just like the Roy Jones, like a a, a real How many rounds did Jones and what did they go? Did they go eight rounds or six rounds?
1: Yeah, eight rounds. Eight Eight rounds, rounds. but I think they were two two minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah, they were two minutes. So that's why. So they'll probably do something similar. Yeah, because no way these guys can go three minute twelve rounds. No, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we'll talk about that more later. But I mean, do we really need to see that?
1: Yeah, probably not. Uh, uh, Last on the news, um, the Lamar Odom. You know, he's got an opponent. It's uh, Aaron Carter, the rapper slash uh, boy bander. Yeah,
0: no. When, when, not that it matters, but is that on the undercard of Holyfield and uh, and Tyson? Uh, I, I or is don't this a know. whole different promotional I, yeah. company?
1: I don't, I don't think uh, it's still under Triller, I, I believe. But uh, yeah. you know, I don't think they've announced a date. They've just announced yeah. the opponent. I, I mean, come on, Rick.
0: You know, I mean, what's going on? <laughs> you know, was it, and honestly, right? Just just thinking about that, Aaron Carter. I mean, he, here's a, some other folks that would probably generate bigger interest. What about Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that would... What about Vanilla Ice? You know? Yeah.
1: You yeah. know. I, I was thinking uh, we talked to, uh, you know, Jose Conseco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose Conseco
0: would probably, you know, would probably kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. You know, and by the <laughs> way, it's a matter of time. Conseco did do a celebrity boxing match, he did. by the way. He did, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's why I was, you know, maybe come out of retirement.
0: Yeah, it's a matter of time before he does, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's a matter of time. But come on. Yeah. Odom against Aaron Carter... See now, now we're getting ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, come on, you know, yeah, yeah. G- give me, give me a break, man. Come on, you know. That we just start. Why don't we just start looking at sitcoms from the eighties? You know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I shouldn't say this. I don't know if they're still alive, but you know, where, where's Potsy? And you know, yeah. yeah, where's Fonzarelli? And come on, you yeah, know, it's... fights that should have taken place. But anyways. All right, cool, man. All right, so that's the boxing news. Everybody's caught up with exactly what's going on. Um, let's next segment, Rick. Let's transition and talk about some of the fight cards that are taking place. We're going to break down the uh, the Diaz and uh, Rakimov fight, and then a couple of the other cards that are taking place. A lot of good stuff. We'll be right back. Pacific Coast Boxing. All right, Pacifico's Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz and Rick Prado are back. All right, Rick, let's get into, finally got some big cards coming up. So um, let's go through the Golden Boy card that's happening this Saturday, February 13th at the Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio, California, um, which I just drove by, by the way, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, heading out to uh, Lake Havasu.
1: It looks pretty empty.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty empty. I tell you what, too, I forget how far a drive it is out there, even yeah. from here. You know, that not that it was bad
1: uh-huh.
0: for us to go attend the fights, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I was driving out there and it's the farthest of all the casinos. Yeah, it's on just, the 10, uh, right?
1: You know, the, the thing that's terrible is, is you get to that point and you we've been driving for about an hour, yeah. hour and a half, mm-hmm. and then you realize you still got three hours to get to where you're going
0: i know yeah. for there yeah i know what do you saying when you're going to have a yeah 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 i know i know but i'm telling you that's a drive you get up mm-hmm. on golf center drive uh, golf center mm-hmm. drive on the 10 but i missed it you know i'm looking there off the side of the freeway yeah could see where we would park for the fights you know where we would hang out there by the bowling alley remember yeah that's where the parking was that's where we you know ran into canelo and stuff
1: no, definitely. You know, one of one of the greatest places to see, uh, you know, a fight. Yeah. You know, small venue. You yeah. Know, really close to the action.
0: You no, know, and you're right. It is. It is a good setup there. They really do have a good setup. None. Of, there's not a bad seat in the house, no. right? Even the, you know, the quote unquote the cheap seats, so to mm-hmm. speak. Even those, you're you're right there. You're right there. Right. I mean, you're seeing the fight. You could hear them. Um. You know, the lines for all of the concessions are really good. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. All right. So who's on the card, Rick?
1: Uh, we've got uh Jojo Diaz mm-hmm. uh versus uh Rakimov. Okay. Um and this one's for the IBF junior lightweight title. Yeah. Uh Jojo Diaz hasn't uh defended the title since uh his Tevin Farmer victory. Yeah. Um that was about a year ago. Last year it was I think it was right before the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was the thirtieth of uh of January. Mm-hmm yeah and that fight was kind of an upset when he beat yeah. uh, tevin farmer, right mm-hmm. a lot of people you know a lot of folks didn't think that was gonna happen, and so they had a rematch clause right mm-hmm. um didn't happen for several reasons there was impact by COVID, impact by being able to find the location et cetera um so then you know ste- you know so here comes uh um he's an opponent now uh Rakimov, mm-hmm. right. Which uh which is now um the it's the IBF essentially, right? Uh Shavkat Rakhamov that's the IBF's mandatory. Well the IBF, right, um does not generally doesn't care about any rematch clauses, yeah. Rick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they didn't really take too fancy to the fact that Tevin Farmer was trying to invoke his, hey, wait a minute, right, waving mm-hmm. his piece of paper, I've got a rematch with Diaz, right? Really didn't care, and then you got Rakimov, uh, who uh, contracted COVID, so the fight was canceled, or we thought the fight was canceled, mm-hmm. and then here it is finally.
1: Yeah, you okay. know, um, you know, I'm just glad to see you know JoJo Diaz finally you know back in the ring, um, you know, another uh, fantasy springs legend.
0: Yes, no, that's yeah. right. No, that's right. Yeah, we've had a chance to to hang out and talk yeah. to him at length, right? Yeah, telling us the stories about playing baseball and and stuff like that. Um, so I I, I can't wait. But let's get into the fight, okay? So, um, it's funny they have him listed. I uh, be in the uh, the the rankings have him listed as Shavkat, right? Mm-hmm. His full his his uh his full name is Shavkat Sandan, Shavkat Sandan. Mm-hmm. Rakamov. We'll just go with Rakamov for now. Okay. So Rakamov at fifteen and zero. Rick. Yeah. Um, he got here interestingly enough, right, by beating um, the South African Fuzil in a fight, which was an eliminator. Now Rakamov has not fought since uh, November of two thousand nineteen, and okay. in, in somewhat of a controversial fight, by the way, because Rakamov was losing on all cards. Okay just not fighting very well. And then seemingly in the eighth round, he comes out and then they stop the fight and he won on a TKO. Um, Fuzil's uh, uh, camp then ensued to file an appeal saying that uh, in between rounds that they were somehow giving Rakimov like uh, illegal smelling salts (laughs) and stuff. Yeah, to kind of keep him alert and keep him in the fight, man.
1: Yeah. No, you know, it... uh... Not, not not a rich history of, um, you know, rock off, uh fights. Right. Um You know, he's got a 15-0, 12 knockouts. But I'm yep. um, looking at some of these guys, you know, that he fought and uh, don't you – know, never heard of any of them. No,
0: it's not a who's who. Yeah. He's not a who's who. There's not a who's who. Um, they don't have any common opponents.
1: No. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would lean to more towards uh, Jojo Diaz in this one. He's, he's fought the, the tougher guys. Um, you know, his only loss is to, uh, Gary Russell Jr. Yep. Um, he beat Tevin Farmer. Yeah. Um, you know, he's fought the tougher guys. You know, I've, he doesn't have the punching power that I would like to see. Yeah. But I, I, I think he gets, he wins this one.
0: Rick, are you, are you saying this is your lock of the week, No, no, Rick? no. Oh, this isn't my lock of the oh, week, no. come on, man. No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> no, no. All right. Well, let me give you, okay, well done. Let me, let yeah. me give you a little bit more tail to tape uh-huh. info, okay? And then maybe that'll help you know push you one side or the other. All right. So JoJo Diaz, like you said, uh, you know he's uh, he's a thirty-one and one. He's he's only lost the one fight. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. Rockamoff fifteen and zero. Diaz is twenty-eight years old. Rockamoff twenty-six years old. Diaz forty-six percent knockout rate. Okay. In his career, Rockamoff eighty percent. Okay. Um, Diaz, of course, the United States fighting local. Um, Rakamov, Russian. This is his first fight in the United States. By the way, we're talking about Rakamov. Yeah. Okay, um, both of them southpaws. Okay, which is kind of interesting when mm-hmm. you think about it, right? Both of them southpaws. Um, in his last five fights, Rakamov has not faced a southpaw. His last five opponents were all um, your. Uh, let's just call them your standard righties. I think they call them your orthodox, mm-hmm. or I don't know why they even use that term, right? Yeah. Um, uh, as opposed to uh, Jojo Diaz, who in his last five opponents, two southpaws. Tevin Farmer, of course, is a southpaw, mm-hmm. and then so is uh, Freddie Fonseca, who um, Jojo Diaz finished in round seven back in May of 2019, okay? okay. Um, so there's a little bit more information on that particular fight, okay? Now, you ask, what about the odds? What does the house say? So the house has Jojo Diaz at minus 195. I'll make that simple for you. That's a 67% probability of winning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I think Jojo Diaz wins this fight. Probably a unanimous decision. Uh, Rakimov hasn't fought anybody. Um, I'm looking at the rankings, and only the, uh, the IBF has Rakimov even listed. Yeah. You know, so that's telling me, hasn't fought anybody. Nobody else has seen, you know, heard of this guy. Yeah. Um and I, I have Jojo Diaz, easy victory.
0: I think yeah, I don't think it's gonna be an easy victory, yeah. Rick. I think it's gonna be a very, very entertaining fight and I think it's gonna be closer. I think sixty seven percent is the start. I think it's gonna be a closer fight than people think. Rick. No, you know,
1: I think that's just the... I think it's uh, gonna be
0: fair. I'm telling you, okay, the, the, the guy, he's 80% knockout. Yeah. The, the guy could punch when he is properly motivated. I think that last fight against the South African Fuzil was an anomaly. And I, I think this is going to be a tough fight, Rick.
1: I think, uh, you know, for the odds, you know, the, the the odds are close, but I think that's a lot of that Russian money coming in <laughs> you know, for Rakimov. <laughs>
0: All right, I, I, I'm gonna. I don't want to go on a limb here, but okay, we're. we're I'll, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with Diaz mm-hmm. in what could be a split decision.
1: Okay, no, I'm gonna, I got, I'm gonna I
0: got, go split decision.
1: I, I got Diaz unanimous decision, and I'm I'm leaning more towards ten rounds to two. Yeah, may, maybe even. Yeah, you know, the clean sweep, twelve. and...
0: Yeah, it's and again he's not like he's fighting both of them twenty eight and twenty six right. Yeah. So Rockmanov is not exactly not a spring chicken. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's fighting. Uh, you know, the way Danny Roman and dialev Some people are saying it could be that kind of a fight. By the way, kind of like Danny Roman and Akhmadiev, where Rockmanov comes in and and surprises everybody. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I'm just telling you. I'll I'll leave it to you this way. This is a dangerous fight for JoJo Diaz.
1: Yeah, you know the only thing that makes it kind of dangerous, you know, if the other guy has. I've seen Jojo Diaz fight. Yeah, just doesn't have the punching power. So you just kind of assume this guy's got Diaz. does not your side, yeah. right?
0: No, he doesn't. Yeah, forty six percent knockout you know, to so, eighty to eighty percent, man.
1: You know, I think um, no, it's just going to be a different level. Um, you know, the way if if they felt he wasn't going to win this fight, yeah, they would have fought Farmer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. That's yeah. what you think, but you remember, yeah. you know the best laid plans of mice and men, Rick. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you know, I mean, yeah, all all of Rakhimov's fights have all been in his in his mother country yeah. up until his last fight, which wasn't in, uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, in 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 in, South, in in South Africa. So I, you know, I don't know, man. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll so, see. You Whole know, field advantage is huge, man. You saw what yeah. Tampa Bay did yesterday, at Kansas City. Yeah, you know. yeah, I saw that. It, it, I saw uh,
0: that. I'm not a big... uh, Well, you know what? I'm happy for Brady that won. Yeah. I I won't get into that. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm happy that he won. I I wasn't a fan of either team. Yeah. No, no, me
1: either. But uh, it's always nice to see the old guys come in. That's kind of what I saw. That's kind of what I thought, right?
0: 43-year-old, he can still do it, so why not? All right. Another fight on that card, Rick, that's taking place is the 154-pound WBO super welterweight uh, between the champion Patrick Teixeira... Against uh, Brian Castano, okay. So you know, interesting, right? So uh, Patrick Teixeira, the uh, the Brazilian fighter, against the Argentine uh, Brian Castano. Interestingly enough, the challenger Brian Castano is favored, Rick, at a minus four eighty five at an eighty percent. Okay. okay. Um, Castano's biggest opponent, a draw against is uh, Lara. So that. Could be an interesting fight.
1: Yeah, no, it d- definitely could. Um, you know, I Patrick Trujillo, you know, I wasn't too impressed with him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is one where um, you know Castano can come in and win this.
0: Yeah, you know, be, you know his biggest right, He had a fight coming, you know, before this um, for the championship in Vegas against Carlos Adames. Mm-hmm. And Carlos Adamas, the uh, Dominican Republican fighter, that's a Robert Garcia, camp, uh, uh, from the Robert Garcia stable, I should say. And that was kind of an upset.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great fight, by the way. I don't know if you, if you remember seeing that fight, but what a great fight against Carlos Adamas. Adamas was seemingly winning and dominating early on. Thought he, uh, he, I, I believe he had Teixeira down, and then Teixeira comes back and wins that fight. In uh in um in a unanimous decision, what a fight! Yeah, I mean, what a fight! I mean, he now I say unanimous decision. Here's the scorecards: one sixteen, one eleven, one fourteen, one thirteen, one fourteen, one thirteen. So you're talking about a round or two, but great fight. That's how Teixeira won his uh championship. Yeah, and because that easily could have been Carlos Adamas. So uh, Brian Carlos Castano, of course, he comes in. Um, I think he's at a, at a sixteen and zero uh um with the uh, with the draw against Airlandy Lara he's favored in the fight and i think i agree with the house wreck i'd see Brian castano coming out with the strap
1: yeah no the um Arislandi lara you know it's a, is a heavily avoided fighter and to get um you know a decision over him is huge yeah um i I'm, I'm, i think i'm leaning more towards that way too
0: Yep, I would agree. And but again, those are you know this is at the top of the card. Two yeah. two championship fights. We got another couple fights right on that card that we can that we can touch on. You got Ronnie Rios against mm-hmm. uh, Negrete. Yeah, correct. Uh, Ronnie Rios, of course, um, the brother of Alex Rocha. Mm-hmm. right who recently lost his bout to Rashidi Ellis. this is like a full golden boy deal right Yeah, i mean yeah, they're 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 golden they're, boy versus golden boy yeah they're going all in here they're throwing all their all you know all everything out there right um Rio's coming off of you know he's won his last three fights since losing yeah. to azat uh Sayan yeah. and of course that included a, a big win against diego de la Hoya yeah. right de la Hoya's own very you know first cousin right Negrete, of course, um, is coming off of those three fights against the Professor Franco. I I see Rios coming out with the win in this fight.
1: Yeah, I, I believe so too. Um, Negrete's been in in wars, and uh, you know I think uh, Rios is is the fresher fighter.
0: Yeah, and um, and that's unfortunate again because what a card this would mm-hmm. be. That fight you can put as the main event. Yeah, and we would be there. Yeah. Like, that's how good a, that's how good that fight has the, the potential of being, right? Yeah. So, um, another fight on that card of interest, although there's been some changes, right? Quigley was going to fight Shane Mosley mm-hmm. Jr.
1: He's out. Um, I don't know who the substitute is, but, uh, yeah. you know, just to see Shane Mosley fight, you know, maybe we'll get the Quigley fight on the next card. Yeah, and that's um, too bad because
0: yeah. I'm not a big fan of, um, of Shane Mosley Jr. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you listen to the uh, the color commentators. They couldn't say it because they were all golden boy, pro-golden boy, but he doesn't fight with the same heart that his dad mm-hmm. did. Shane Mosley, I think he's a Hall of Famer, isn't he?
1: Yeah. No, no, it's it, and it's tough, too. Um, you know, probably growing up, uh, they probably had a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it, uh, he didn't have to fight his way up.
0: Yeah. You can clearly see that he has the talent, mm-hmm. but, you know— you hate to say the butt when you say, boy, that guy's talented, yeah. but because you know what's coming after that mm-hmm. but does not have the heart, does not have the passion, does not have the desire, doesn't have, like you said, the hunger. Yeah. And you can just see that in him. It's almost like a disinterest. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, fortunate, I should say. So, yeah, that's too bad because Jason Quigley, on the other hand, right, a fighter's fighter. Mm-hmm. And I was really looking forward to that fight.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, yeah. We'll we'll get that fight, yeah. But I think it'll be you know later in the year.
0: And a risk in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're literally putting two guys out there. Shane Mosley loses that fight, he's pretty much done. He's done, yeah. As being you know any sort of you know marketability and chance to get on any radar, that would have been it for him. Mm-hmm. So you know it's also by it says something about the opportunities that Delahoye and Golden Boy have to kind of put match up against other uh, other camps, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, all right, Rick. So let's pivot over to the um, the other card that's taking place. Now, without demeaning the Josh Warrington fight, yeah. so there's also a card right across the pond on Josh Warrington. Uh, Rick, he's going to beat that guy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He's, he's going to beat that guy. Like, I'm not even worried about that. Um, the big deal for Josh Warrington is beating that guy and then getting a big fight against a big name. Mm-hmm. OK, Kan Zhu, that one dropped out because Zhu's people didn't want to, you know, they wanted the the gate and whatnot. So that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, he's fighting Mauricio Lara. He's Josh Warrington is minus 1750. Mm-hmm. So um, that one's not going to be an issue. And of course, um, because that fight was rescheduled, they just kind of found an opponent in Lara. Warrington's has a 95 percent chance of winning. So that's why we're not covering that yeah, one because no, he's yeah. he, he's going to win that one. That being said, still, we're still going to watch it. It's that
1: stay busy fight.
0: That's like, exactly yeah. right. They had to put somebody in. He's saying all the right things. He's not underestimating Laura. Laura's a tough fighter. We're just going to knock him out. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, when we're done, we're still going to need your luck of the week. Oh, uh, well,
1: um, I think we're getting to it.
0: We're getting to it. Okay. Yeah. So then um, then now we have a Joe Smith Jr., mm-hmm. right, headlining the card. Um that's- that's gotta be who's whose card is that? Is that an ESPN card?
1: Yeah. yeah or top a top rank, uh, ESPN.
0: Yeah. So you got Joe Smith against uh, Vlasov for the what version of light heavyweight championship is that? They gotta I believe be f- it's the WBO. The WBO. That's right. Yeah. The WBO. Light heavyweight championship. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, Maxim Vlasov is ranked number three by the WBO. Uh, Joe Smith, uh, they're giving him, by the books, about a 77% chance of winning mm-hmm. that fight. Um, Vlasov, 34-year-old, 45-3, and a lot of history, right? Yeah. Um, I think Smith wins that fight. I think Smith knocks him out.
1: Uh, I think so too, and um, I'm a big Joe Smith uh, Jr. fan. Yeah, you know uh, he's never in a bad fight. That's right. He's going to come out. He's going to throw punches. Um, you know, hardworking guy. He's going to come in shape. Yeah. Um, and you know, for those reasons, that's my lock of the week. Wow, lock of the week is Joe Smith Jr. Right?
0: Wow. I'm going to tell you something, right? Um, that's kind of going out on a limb for you, by the way, because that one's not a gimme. Uh-huh. I said I would take Joe Smith, you know. I feel like I kind of baited you into it. Uh-huh. Maybe you are already going to take him. No, yeah, that but I don't think playing, I don't yeah. think it's as it's as uh, that lopsided.
1: Yeah, no, no. Way. I, you know, I'm looking at the rankings, and uh, Vlasov is is ranked third in the WBO. Yeah, but he's not ranked in any of the other ones. Yeah, you know, that even doesn't mean anything. Even <laughs> Sh- even Shebronsky is yeah. still on the rankings in the WBA. <laughs> yeah. over this guy Shingonsky. Yeah, so um, yeah. You know, I've got uh, Joe Smith Jr. Wow. And uh, you know, there my knockout. There it is.
0: There it is. I got to have a like a uh, I got to have a sound bite for yeah. your lock of the week, lock you of know. The week. Yeah, I am going to come up with something. I had the we had the drum roll going before. Yeah. Um also on that card is uh Adam Blue Nose Lopez, right? Mm-hmm. That's our guy. He came on uh in our fight number 1. He's fighting uh Sanchez. Um a lot of fights on that card. Yeah. No. Right?
1: And and good names. You got Richard Comey on the on the card. Richard Comey, um, the former
0: champion. That's who Teofimo Lopez uh, knocked out.
1: Carlos Adames is on there.
0: Carlos Adames. That's right. That's um, right.
1: And then uh, heavyweight prospect Jared Anderson.
0: Yes. Now, that I'm telling you yeah. that that card and the and it's unfortunate because they're basically going up against each other, uh-huh. right? One is on uh, the zone, of course, mm-hmm. right the uh, the Jojo Diaz uh Golden Boy card is on the zone and then this one is that on pay-per-view or is that on re- regular ESPN uh regular ESPN yeah see you know most people are going to watch that card yeah i mean when i say most people right the fight fans we're going to watch we'll find a way to watch both to both yeah but the um yeah man that that's what what an exciting yeah so i want to i want to just touch base so um adam lopez is fighting jason sanchez jason sanchez is 15 and 2 really pulling for adam lopez right Mm -hmm. i I told you not only did we interview him but i knew his dad didn't know his dad personally but i went to watch his dad fight in mexico saw his dad many times uh in the streets we grew up essentially in the neighborhood right next to each other um both fighters uh lost to oscar valdez Adam Lopez, of course, took the Valdez fight kind of at last, you know, last, you know, late notice, I should say,
1: and had to move up and wait. You know, he he was training for a lighter fight than than that one.
0: That's exactly right. Knocked right, uh, um, knocked Valdez down to the canvas, Mm -hmm. and then Valdez came back and knocked him out. Um, Jason Sanchez went the distance with Valdez, twelve rounds, um, unanimous decision. Yeah. So that's an interesting fight. And uh, I'm hoping, right, selfishly, that uh, Lopez gets by that fight with Sanchez and then moves on to bigger and better things and maybe even gets a shot at a at a championship. No, yeah, I would love in, to in see that it. Division.
1: And, um, you know, if nothing else, you know, this is going to be a great action packed fight. Oh, there's no you know, doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, there's no doubt isn't, isn't in a bad fight.
0: No, you know what, Rick? That's a great point. Yeah. He's not, right? He's not in a bad fight. Whether it's the Valdez fight, I still have, again, you know, self selfishly, but the uh the fight with uh, King Louis Korea mm-hmm. as easily if it wasn't the fight of the year, it was one of the top ten fights yeah? of the year. No. Without a doubt, right? Definitely. Without a doubt. So he's on that card. Um yeah, it's just stacked. Yeah. That 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 is absolutely stacked. What else, Rick? Is that did we cover most of the fights? Any other cards taking place?
1: Yeah, no, not not this weekend. You know, uh, in, in, in the distance though, I do see next weekend's uh, Miguel Berchelt Oscar Valdez fight. Oh yeah, you know, oh, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll break that down next week. But yeah, yeah. I'm already, you know, I'm looking ahead. I'm like Canelo. Yeah, I'm looking ahead to the. You're next already fight. looking ahead. That's yeah.
0: right. Yeah. Could could that fight be your lock of the week? Is that what you're saying? You know, um, could you go out on a limb and pick that one? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, um, without be. looking at any of the yeah, other fights, yeah.
1: I'm I'm going to break that one down. Yeah, you know, next week. Wow, and, um, I'll make that the lock of the week.
0: Wow. Okay, who's it going to be? That's the whole thing. Yeah, you know that yeah. that that we don't know. All right, folks. Um, there you go. There you have it. We got one more segment. We got the stat of the week, and then we'll wrap round number two of fight number three. We'll be right back, folks. Pacific goes Boxing. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz, Rick Prado, and we are at everybody's favorite segment. Rick, the stat of the week. Okay, what, so, yeah, the, what for this we week, got?
1: Uh, you know, stat of the week, we've got uh, there were two sets of brothers that held the heavyweight title okay. at one point or another. Okay. Um, can you name them?
0: Well, I know the... I could name them. Yeah, I could name them because I know it was the Cl- I know it was the Klitschko's, uh-huh. and I like what you did on this stat of the week uh-huh. because you are essentially honoring the fallen um, recently uh, Leon Spinks, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to say it was the Klitschko's and Leon and Michael Spinks.
1: Yeah, no, the, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, you know, both both Spinks brothers uh, held the heavyweight title at, at one point. Um, yeah, you know, when looking this up, I was I was really curious with. Uh, Michael Spinks. Yeah. You know, he he held the heavyweight title for 7 years. Yeah. You know, um he was 31 and 0 when he lost to Mike Tyson.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then you're curious because he never fought after never that. Never fought again. Right, that was it. Yeah. That was it. So the thing is, right, Michael Spinks uh he came up in the uh, the light heavyweight division, mm-hmm. okay? So he won the world, you know, he was the light heavyweight champion. Um he wanted an 81 of yeah. Eddie Mustafa Muhammad and then he defended that right all the way through until he won the heavyweight championship from none other than my one of my favorite heavyweights from Larry Holmes uh-huh. in 85 beat Larry Holmes in the uh in the rematch in a split decision even beat Jerry Cooney and then his next fight after Jerry Cooney was Mike Tyson and that was it yeah, yeah. yeah so dude. that's great. so there's so in the heavy this is only the heavyweight division it's the only time only two brothers Mm-hmm. to hold championships, right? I wonder if, and I know you don't have the info, but how, if that even exists in other divisions, that would yeah. seem to be almost difficult to impossible, right? To hold
1: in the same division? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking
0: like today, right? The Charlo brothers, right? Mm-hmm. They could probably have, they maybe at one point had the same hundred fifty four hundred and sixty, but you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty difficult yeah. to have brothers be champions in the same weight division, Even the Ruelas brothers, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Rafael was heavier than, than Gabriel. Yeah. But it'd be something interesting when you when you you know when you're talking about this. Even like
1: the Marquez brothers. Yeah, there there was one brother that yeah. was a lot smaller than the other. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
0: Like that's what usually happens. But in this case, right, they were, you know, both big guys, both heavyweights. So I I, I would mm-hmm. bet that there's not a lot you could find a lot of brothers that have been world champions. Yeah. But brothers in the same weight division. Same weight division. That same is that is not easy. Right? Maybe
1: maybe do some research for next week's. Yeah, set maybe. Of
0: the week. And like you said, um, Leon Spinks, or I'm sorry, Michael Spinks, just, just leaving boxing altogether yeah. after the, what was it? I think it was 53 seconds, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: it, uh, mm-hmm. I think officially a minute 31.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't, and, and by the way, easy for me to say I wasn't in there. It didn't even seem like big punches. No. Like Tyson no. took out guys with a lot more you know, ferocious or vicious than what he did against Michael Spinks. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. It, it wasn't even
0: it a big see- like. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like he was good. He. I mean, he made a decent coin. Yeah. And then he was done. And
1: he was done. Yeah. Yeah. He did seem afraid. I remember. Um. You know, pre-fight. You know, the face-off. Yeah. And um. Yeah. He he didn't look like he wanted to be there. And a
0: lot of people, including myself at the time, right, a young boxing analyst, I th- I gave Michael Spinks a shot only because of how he frustrated Larry Holmes. And how we boxed and how we moved because this was essentially again a light heavyweight yeah. that moved into the into the heavyweight division, and I thought maybe he can frustrate Tyson, yeah. and kind of get him off his game. <sighs> that that didn't that didn't pan out. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah, <laughs> no. the, the damn thing was done, man. Oh man. All right, folks. And then, right, we were talking a little bit is um, who, who's the other guy? Uh, you were saying uh, Hamed, right, after he lost mm-hmm. to Barrera?
1: And then, yeah, they, they just they just stopped fighting.
0: Yeah, he just stopped fighting, yeah. lost to, to Barrera, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, you see Hamed every once in a while, by the way. He's really ballooned up, but you see him at some of these fights, yeah. especially ones that are across the pod, you know pretty crazy all right folks that's gonna do it for round number two a fight number three a lot of good information rick we'll see you at the fights on saturday can't wait there's a lot of good ones and then we will be back next week to break down the you know maybe the first mini super fight of uh, valdez Mm -hmm. and burchell folks have a good weekend protect yourself at all times